Welcome to the Warrior Project Podcast. My name is Emmeline. I'm a strength coach, growth and development consultant, and a spiritual mentor. And I'm Katie. I'm a nurse, wellness junkie, and bestie to Em. Katie and I are pretty much here to teach you what society doesn't, and that is that everything is connected. So get comfortable, buckle up, and get ready to have your mind expanded. Good evening, everyone. Well, it's evening for me. Um, You're here with just me again. Um, Katie and I are shaking it up. I'm doing a few podcasts by myself and it's not the same. Like (laughs) I normally I'm like, hi, you're here with Emmeline and Katie chimes in with her little cute pixie voice and she's like, and you're here with Katie and I miss it. I love her long time. But um it's just me today, um, which is fine because the concept that I wanted to discuss with you guys today is very personal to me and I have a lot of personal examples to draw upon. So I wanted to discuss today this concept of the fact that you do not need to do what everyone around you is doing. And I bang on about this a lot to my clients on my Instagram, to my family, to my friends, people around me. And anyone who is close to me would know that something that I am constantly saying to people is I refuse to conform to social and cultural constructs. I refuse to conform to a Monday to Friday work week that's eight hours a day and that there is a weekend. The concept of weekends and weekdays is foreign to me and I find it quite bizarre because time is infinite and is an illusion anyway and everything is just interconnected. So the fact that everyone is, or not everyone, it's not entirely their fault, but the fact that uh, years and years and years ago society has created this construct of working eight hours a day and creating this concept of a week, a seven-day week, whereby five of those we are required to work and then we have two off. It's a foreign concept to me. It is bizarre. And it's only been something that I have really started to think about in depth as my spirituality has expanded and my consciousness has expanded and has ascended. And I was having a look at my life on paper and I have an ideal schedule, like I have an ultimate goal that I would like to reach and I'm aware that there are certain stepping stones that are necessary in order for me to reach my ultimate ideal schedule and how I would love to ideally spend my time every day. And I'm looking at my schedule now and what it is about to become and it is still very flexible and against the grain and it's so interesting that when I discuss it with people, I almost catch myself hesitating and feeling guilty about sharing the fact that I earn quite decent money, but I probably work 50 to 75% of what other people are working. And there's a part of me that feels guilty about that because I'm aware that majority of people around me are working 40 plus hour work weeks. And to me, that is foreign and I cannot think of anything worse. And it got me thinking about this notion of giving less fucks about what everybody else is doing. And 
there are so many of us that just conform to these social constructs because we perceive it as normal because it's what the majority are doing. Now, there are people that are part of the minority, such as myself, that do not work eight-hour days, five days a week, and that still live very functioning, contributing, you know, fruitful lives. And every time I tell people my story about how I've created the business that I've run now, how I have created my worth, and how my income is not a reflection of my worth, but it is the way that I live and, and the way that I have created my business. It supports what I believe my value is and the value that I offer to people around me. And it took a lot of different things for me to reach this point. I had to overcome a lot of things. I had to really challenge myself to overcome and break down social and cultural barriers and basically leap into fear and to just back myself and back that I could create the world that I wanted. And in addition to my business, which is very diverse and dynamic, apart from the one-on-one coaching, I do do workshops, growth and development consulting. I work with a plethora of different types of clientele. The way that my schedule is now is I look at it and I think, it looks like I'm all over the place, but really I'm doing different things and earning different incomes for different services, but I'm doing a range of things that allow me to be creative and dynamic and to speak up and to explore and to utilize my unique skill set. And I just feel extremely grateful that my life is the way that it is. And it also, you know, allows for me to have my health regime. I still train five days a week. I'm still plant-based. I still have a social life. I still cultivate my relationships and then my professional life and my income and, and my ability to live comfortably is also there. And it's made me realize that it is possible for us to create our own reality, but there are not enough of us that are willing to endure discomfort and pain and risks and fear in order to get to this point. And it's interesting whenever I discuss this with someone, I have had one of my best friends has said to me, I'm jealous of you. I envy the way that your business is. I envy how you live your life. And I said to her, but you have the exact same opportunities as me. You have access to all the same things as me. You are simply living out of fear and you're simply not acting. And it's interesting that she, I love her to bits, she cracks me up. And But I have said to her face, you know, don't make me feel guilty and don't be jealous of me. I worked my ass off to get to where I am and I endured a lot of pain and I endured a lot of discomfort. You're just not willing to do that yet. And, you know, she listens and acknowledges that. And it's because it's challenging and uncomfortable for her to break out of her norm of her Monday to Friday, nine to five job, it it challenges a lot of the social and con- cultural constructs that we have been led to believe are it. And that's what frustrates me. We are not taught in school that there are so many other options and that there are so many other pathways for us to take that lead us to financial, emotional, physical, mental, and spiritual fulfillment. We're not taught those things. And I I 
have quite a lot of people that are close to me that I observe. I'm an observer and, you know, I people that are close to me make jokes and say, oh, don't stare into my eyes and, like, read my soul, ha, 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 joking, but not really because I know that I will and can do that. <laughs> but I observe and I, I watch the way that certain people that are close to me behave when they're in certain environments within certain people. And it's interesting that how how we adapt, how we force ourselves to adapt, to fit into constructs that I can see we visibly are not meant to fit into. And it's interesting. I quite often on Messenger use the voice message function when I'm talking to clients, family members, uh, my partner, my partner's family members. And I listened over to a few voice messages that I had sent to a client, a best friend, and my partner's Nana. And I, I listened and I was so impressed with myself because I thought these are three completely different people. And I share three completely different dynamics with them. But the tone of my voice, the way that I speak, the way that I articulate things is exactly the same. My energy and my ability to communicate and the way that I communicate stays the same. I don't adapt to anyone. And that's rare. The fact that I feel comfortable within my own energy to be my authentic self regardless of the situation oh that is profound my friends that is very profound I will tell you that and you will notice you will know when you are not aligned with your inner self and you are not aligned with your authentic self because you will feel anxious or you will feel hesitation or confusion or overwhelm when you are in certain situations with certain people. And that's because your authentic self is battling. It is battling with your conditioning. It is battling with the fact that you are adapting yourself to conform to your current environment. And that's how you know that it is not for you. And it's interesting that adaptability is deemed as a positive trait. Is it really that positive, being adaptable? Why should one need to be adaptable? Yes, okay, I'll admit when you, you know, meet certain people, it, it does, you know, it is helpful to be able to adapt yourself to different energies and I, I do understand that. However, if you are very deeply connected to yourself and your level of consciousness and your level of awareness supports your authentic self and you are so connected to your higher self, which means that you majority of the time act from a place of love and authenticity, why the fuck would you need to adapt? And, you know, I've even had this talk with my friends, my family, my partner. I've said, you don't have to do what your friends are doing. And that is a concept that is obvious, but it's not that common. And it is true that you do become the – you do become – what the your surroundings are. So I think there's this quote that you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And I think to myself, who are the people that I spend the most time with? So I have my clients, my partner, my family, and I have a very close-knit group of girls. And I think to myself, yeah, Every single dynamic there supports who I want to be, who I am and who I want to become. 
I love every single one of my clients. I love my family members and the ones that don't fully align with me, I have boundaries in place, which is fine. My partner, he's fucking awesome. He wants growth. He knows that I'm focused on growth. We have the same vision. That's awesome. My close group of girls, oh man, their level of self-awareness is next level and they push me to be my authentic self. If they sense that my solid self-concept is wavering, those bitches call me on it and I fucking love them for it. They will not just sit back and pretend that I'm lit. They will not just sit back and stay quiet if they can sense that I'm not speaking my truth. Those are the types of people that I want around me. And every single one of those girls is doing something different. We are all on the same self-development ascension grind and that's what I want. Just because your friends work during the week and then get fucked up on drugs and alcohol on the weekend only to repeat it again on the start of the new seven-day week, that's not, that doesn't have to be your normal. That could work for them. That could be their norm. That might make them feel aligned. If you feel conflicted and anxious and you don't feel calm in certain situations, that is literally your body telling you that you don't belong there and that you shouldn't need to conform or adapt or change yourself to be there. I can sense straight away within my energy if I'm uneasy or unsettled. And I know straight away it's because I don't feel comfortable in that place because it doesn't align. I feel it sometimes when I go to certain clubs. I feel it when I go to certain bars. I'm just someone that is not aligned with certain groups of people and certain situations, and that's okay. My path is different to yours. There are certain things that might make me feel aligned that make you feel really unsettled and uneasy, but in a way that you know it's because you're not meant to be there. Which brings me back to this point of are you strong enough? Are you driven enough? Are you brave enough to go against the grain of your own social and cultural construct? Initially, I wasn't. You know, I was raised, you know, my dad is Polish, very strict Eastern European. Uh, My mom's traditionalist housewife, a nurturer, and my brother and I went off to university. I studied, I studied a double degree in marketing management and creative and professional writing. My brother studied law and is now a lawyer. And me creating a strength coaching business and a growth and development consulting business and doing workshops on mindset and mental grit um, and sharing my story and now being a development officer for the WA Disabled Sports It's a little bit hard to digest for a lot of people because it transcends across so many different labels that have been created and generated by society. And people fear that. People, it's a human, it is human nature. It's human nature that we want to feel that we belong somewhere, which is fine. The only issue is that we are changing ourselves and molding ourselves to force ourselves to fit into constructs that have been created by social and cultural standards that have no fucking basis when really we should be creating our own reality and then deciding 
what aligns with that and creating our own unique collective that way. No one's doing that. And there have been times where, you know, I've had people make comments and say that the way that I live my life is not sustainable, maintainable or realistic for most people and I disagree. You are talking to someone who used to just do a little bit of meth and then go and train at the gym and then throw up what she ate later and who used to fight demons in her head, who was suicidal as fuck, who used to self-harm, who didn't think that she would even make it past her 21st birthday and that was mostly because, you know, she was living alone in a two-star apartment building in Bali at the time because she could not face her family and friends in Perth out of shame because of her mental illness. And I'm not saying that my situation is worse or better than yours. Pain is pain. The concept is the same. We all feel pain. We all feel shame. And every single one of us has endured trauma. And the way that people absorb it, deal with it and compartmentalize it is unique. And I understand that. However, every single one of us has access to the same innate wisdom and that inherent self-awareness and level of consciousness. We all have the ability to tune inward and simply say to ourselves, is this what I really want? What do I really want? An answer will come. An answer comes every time. Quite often when I'm in situations where I feel confused and lost and overwhelmed and I don't know what to do, I will just sit in silence and ask myself the question, do I really want this? Does this truly align with me and who I am? Sometimes it will say yes, but there is some significant work that needs to be put in first before it can align with the reality that you ultimately want. Because something that you need to remember is everything that you want should not take force, but it will take effort and energy and some self-belief. And you need to harness that. Because if you feel something deep in your gut that is meant to be, then it will be. And it is your job to continue to be solid within yourself whilst putting in some work to force yourself to expand and ascend and grow so that you ultimately receive what it is that you desire. And in order for you to do that, you will probably have to go through situations and develop certain strategies that go against the grain. If you had told me this time two, three years ago that I would have built a business on the fact that I have recovered from several mental illnesses and I am now getting paid to share my story and to teach others what I have developed, I'd say you're fucking crazy. But I knew that my pain had a purpose and even though at the time I didn't know exactly what it was, there was this little voice inside of me that kept saying, just keep going, just keep going, just keep going. There is purpose here. There is purpose here. And I never gave up. 
And I feel like too many of us ignore that little voice and in its place, we ignore it and we conform and we look externally for validation as we try and force ourselves to adapt to situations that we are not supposed to be in. And it also comes down to self-worth. If you saw your worth, you would believe that you are worthy of having everything that you truly want and that as you are in all of your uniqueness and all of your traits and qualities and trauma and mistakes and strengths, that you are worthy of creating and carving your own path. And that's what I call people like myself, path carvers. We carve the path for newness, for growth, for expansion, for ascension, for uniqueness. And everyone has that ability, but the majority are scared to do so. So I guess my advice for you would be to sit in silence and solitude and ask yourself, what is it that you truly want? Once you get clear on that, you'll also get clear on what it is that you need to do to get there. And the clearer you get on what you want and the more self-aware you become of that little voice, the more that you will notice you are sensitive to people, places, and environments that do not align with that. And then it is up to you to step away and to say, no, I don't belong here. I'm going my own way. And it is scary, but I can guarantee you that is the path to fulfillment and everything that you want, both on a spiritual and a materialistic level. You can have everything that you want, but you just need to listen to that little innate voice inside of you and ignore and disregard whatever the fuck your friends are doing and what everyone else around you is doing. You do not have to do what everyone else is doing. Okay? I might re-listen to this one because I sometimes forget that when I feel guilty about my life and I'm like, oh, should I conform? Do I need a normal job? And it's so funny. I remember one evening Josh and I were sitting on the beach um, and we were just having a chat. It was, I think it was during um, a, a lockdown actually. And I got emotional. I said to him, sometimes I feel that people around me want me to be normal, to have a normal job and a normal life. And I think I might look into getting a normal job. And he looked at me and he said, that won't make you happy. And that's not something that you truly want to do. I know you will kill your soul. (laughs) And I said, yeah, you're right. He's like, don't do it. You don't have to do what everyone else is doing and you don't have to do what you think people want you to do. You know what you want to do, just do it. And I was like... For someone who says he has not encountered spiritual ascension, that is very good advice and you know me very well. But he's right and I'm glad I didn't conform based on what I thought people around me wanted me to do. I sometimes waver and doubt myself but then I think, no, I know that I'm a, you know, a path carver and for those of us that are, it is harder. It is a little bit more challenging for us, but always back yourself. The universe has got you back. Something has got you back. Everything is always going to be okay. And I know I ended that on a little bit of a spiritual note, but it is what it is if you don't believe in energy or some sort of quantum physics or 
the fact that your reality is literally created once you see it in your mind, then you need to read some fucking books. Anyway, thank you for tuning in and please like and subscribe. If you like this, please share it or please let me know at least and give me a follow on Instagram on the warrior project. And I hope that I'm helping you to expand your mind each week and that you don't just think who is this hippie? Does she (laughs) even live in this reality? I do fam. I do. I have ascended, but I have come back down and learned how to become a functioning hippie. So um, enjoy the rest of your day and I hope this was helpful. I will catch you on the next one.